Welcome to track number four of the powers of a cross. Types of shepherding relationships. Number one is master servant. Master servant. Type of relationship is quite formal. Isn't it? Now, as you develop your shepherding skills, you have to know how to relate with the sheep. Because there are different kinds of relationship between a male and a female. In it. A male and a female can relate as a boyfriend and a girlfriend. They can relate as a husband and a wife. Or I should say they can relate as a young husband and a young wife. They can relate as an old husband and an old wife. <laughs> they can relate as friends. You get it? Friends, friendship, in it. They can relate as father and daughter. They can relate as old boyfriends and girlfriends. Old. When I was when I was going to Singapore, I sat by a lady. She said she visited her old boyfriend. And uh, she said. She said, she was trying to explain to me that she was honest. She was an honest person. And that she had even called her husband to tell her that she was going to visit her old boyfriend. So I asked her, I asked her, I'm just trying to explain the different kinds of relationship between a male and a female. One is old boyfriend and old girlfriend. So I said, what is, what is the difference between your, 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 your relationship with your husband and then your old boyfriend? And she said, Oh, my old boyfriend I visited was my first love. I said, your first love. And I told her, I'm just about to preach at a camp, my first love. So I showed her my first love. I said, oh, I'm happy to meet you because I'm just about to have a camp on my first love. So give me some symptoms of the first love. (laughs) A very friendly white lady, British girl. She was very talk- talking. She disturbed me the whole journey. <laughs> I couldn't. I, couldn't. <laughs> I tell you, I've never. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Are you there? Okay. So, anyway, my first love. How many want to know about my first love? Yeah, first love is different from your second love or last love. All right. So, you can relate with your sheep. How do you relate with them? You get it. How many here are shepherds or pastors? Raise your hand. Pastors or shepherds? Very good. So, how do you relate with your shepherds, your, 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 your sheep? You can relate one of the ways is like a master and a servant. Amen. A master and a servant. This is the commonest African relationship that we have. Made in Africa. Big manism. And there is a place for being a big man. 
There is, a, there is a place for being a big man. Because you need sometimes to identify yourself as who I am. I'm the leader. I am the one. So, there is a place for that. There is a place. Because people will also run over you. If you allow them. They walk over you. They will put you down. You know. One, day, one time I sent some missionaries. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, they had been roommates before when they were in school. And so they had a lot of problems. Whenever the, the leader decided to do something, the assistant who used to be his roommate, and they were all in the same year in university, would challenge him. And he challenged him, and challenged him, and challenged him until... He could not flow anymore. So he called me or he told me when he was around, he was telling me of all these difficulties. And I said, suck him. Suck your roommate. Show him that you are the leader. Cast him out of the mission. Yeah. Because you, you can't lead when you are constantly being equalized. Oh, you don't understand my message. Yeah. Leader is someone who is in charge. You get it? So, you've got to show the strength at times. And show that you are the leader. Whether you are roommates or not. I am the master in this relationship. What do you think? Is it powerful? Yeah. So all of you are going to be missionaries because a lot of you are going to be dispersed. There is a spiritual diaspora. And you are going to be located in the diaspora somewhere. But you will be grateful. Because I, I have rarely sent somebody who has not been grateful. The other day, one of the missionaries that I sent uh, somewhere was having a problem there. And then I said, listen, you know, just come back to Ghana, back to where you, you came from. And then the problem continued. It got worse. So I, I called. I said, return. In fact, I happened to see his wife. I said, return. His wife started begging. He said, if you ask my husband to come back, you will kill him. It will kill us. It will kill him. Please, I beg. Then I said, stop complaining. Stop complaining. Yes, Bishop. And that's the end of the complaint. Yeah. Because if, you, if, you, if it's a problem, a difficulty, there's the... Hey, just come, 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 come. Because it's far. We can't send you when you are there. Always trouble, 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 trouble. You can at least be near and cause the trouble than far. Yeah. It's difficult to control things. How much more when it's far away and it's a problem? Yeah. And also, the church has no intention of sending anybody to disaster or to destroy your life. And when you came to London and you were suffering, you didn't have anybody to blame. You didn't say that, eh, look at where I'm staying. Look at this. No. You just endured and you are, you are still enduring. Quietly. When you see me, you smile. And you are happy. Why is it that when we send you there now, your face has changed? Okay. 
Anyway, so you need to know the master-servant relationship is the African style. And that is, or even the name in, in tree for a leader sends the wrong message in Penzi. Is that not how, how they say in Penzi? It's like pain is like the the big man and Z is eat. So eating the big man ship is a leader. You get it? Even the name, the Ashanti name for a leader in pain Z is a very it sends the wrong message to the leaders. And that is why the chiefs most of the chiefs do not help the people much. They just eat the big manship. They wear these sandals, the Ahinima sandal with their cloth, and they sit there. They have a way of putting the legs down. And they sit there, and then they chop the, and they eat the big manship. So there is no need. Are you listening to me? There is no need to just concern yourself with being big when you are nothing. You don't have to be a bishop of 70 people. You get it? There are bishops of 70 people. Different, different things. Reverend, we want to be ordained. Wear a collar. Do this, do that. Different things. But you are actually nothing. There's no need. One of the things I'm always praying for is humility. Hey, it's so easily you can think of yourself as something. And God just blow on you like that. If he blows on your liver, it will just get spoiled. And that's the end of you. Blows on your kidney. Finish. Blows on your breast. Finish. If he writes July. July. That that's the end. You are, you are not crossing July. You can't cross it. So, we, 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 we are not greater than the cows and the goats which are being slaughtered day after day. In a certain sense. So, we really need humility. One of the things that destroys us whenever God lifts us up a little is pride. I'm happy to see that all these Americans come here. Because there's more, a lot of pride in America. There's less pride here because you, you don't prosper so much. But where, wherever there's... Huh? It's a message! Yeah. I mean, that's the fact. I was recently with a millionaire, multi-millionaire. You know, I was in his house. He was in, looking at all his millions and all that. And I told him, look, you are a rich man. And the Bible says that it's very difficult for a rich man to go to heaven. <laughs> I told him, the Bible says that it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for you. He used to go to church. Now he doesn't go to church. So I said, I said to him, it's very difficult for a rich man to go to heaven. And he, you know what he said? He said, I don't believe it. <laughs> hey! 
But you see, when you are rich, it sends a message to you which is so insidious. The message is insidious. It's invisible. It ministers to you. Yeah. You, you, are, you are unaware of the effect that it has on you. And when you preach in different places, you sense the humility or the pride which affects the receptivity from place to place. Oh, yeah. When I was in the Ukraine recently, you know, the, the Eastern Europeans, they are far different. Even when they serve you in a restaurant, as soon as it's somebody from Poland or Czechoslovakia, you immediately know. When you ask the person, do you have, can, can I put some salt? So, oh, okay. Can, can you get another? Okay. When you talk to another Western European, what? You, that's, that's what we have here. You know, you have to, oh, they'll give you some answer right now. You know, you see that, yeah. You, you right now, you know that you are from Africa. <laughs> so poverty has an insidious, slow-working effect of making you humble. Problems have an insidious way of making you humble. Difficulties have a way of just lowering you. You understand? And sometimes that is all that God can do to help you and to bless you. Is to give you difficulties. Yeah, to slowly work on you and just break down the things that minister pride to you. So, one of the things you, we need to do is anything that proud people do, naturally, we should not do that. And if proud people drive certain cars, so I will not drive this car, but proud people drive such cars. If proud people do certain things, everything that proud people do, that try to dissociate. Proud people don't greet people. Try to greet everybody. Proud people don't mind what, try to mind everybody. Proud people don't have friends who are, I mean, lower, whatever, have friends, anything that is opposite. Try, 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 try. For your own sake. It's so difficult to see pride. That is why when I told that millionaire, I said that the Bible says it is difficult for a rich man to go to heaven. He said, it, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. It's difficult. Somebody who used to go to church all the time. Huh? Now he said, you don't go to church. You are mentioning so many other things. Anyway. Alright. So, master servant in Penyinzi. Chopping of the big man of the church. You have 20 members. Humble yourself. Come and arrange the chairs early in the morning. And have a prayer meeting. You want ashes to meet you outside to park your car. Why? <laughs> Why? You want to chop just a ruler of 15 people. Hey! In Payinzi. In Payin is the big man. The, the boss. And Z is to eat. In, everybody say, in pain in Z. Help your church members when they are getting married. Help to arrange the hall. Come early. Arrange everything. That's where the people discover that you love them. That is how they will see. But when you come like big man, your chin, lower it. 
this place, lower edge. Okay? Yeah, yeah. This place. Gauge it down. Help the people. This one is moving the house from here to here. Tell them I'm coming to help you. I'm coming to help to move. I've, I've helped people to move in Europe. Carried all their things. All their things out from the house. I remember one church member. Said they were moving from here to here. They had a van. I helped them to carry everything. We started around 8 o'clock in the evening. And we ended at daylight the next day. Drove the van all the way to the other side. Helped to unload everything. Come back. Load everything. But me. It's a church man. Just normal church. That, that's what you wonder. No, so. There's no need. I don't, you see, the cla- you, even the fact that you are clapping shows that something like this is strange to you. That's why you even clap for something like this. It's a message. <laughs> what is the big manship? So much. You know, and that is where the people discover. So sometimes you wonder, like, this particular uh, people that I'm talking about, I, I remember, I just, just comes to my mind about moving. I'm sure there's more than one. I mean, up till today, they are, at the point they had to leave the church, not the, the one they had to leave for some reason. But up till today, even yesterday, I was thinking I'm going to launch a book. You know, I was thinking I'm going to send one to that particular person. Up till today, you see, the heart is with me. Oh, yeah. The heart of that person is with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah. Tell me too big. Greet the people at the door. Look, where I went to the... You see, uh, there are some things I can't tell. Like where I went to Singapore. So the pastor himself came to meet us. He'll come and pick me. To, and it's not a small ministry. It's not a small ministry. No. There is a certain humility and just being that, that, that because of we, we are down, we want to be up. You have seen 14 members, so I'm going to be up for them to see that, yeah, that is I. I'm called and I'm reverend. I'm not saying that when. There is something that is given to you in an honor. You don't have to accept any honor or any privilege. But privilege should not be your style. Your style should be working with the people away from the master figure. Everything that starts well starts from below. It doesn't start high. Yes. You know, I don't like people carrying my Bible. And even carrying my bags. The bag that I have, I bought it so that I could wheel it myself. I don't like it when people carry my bags. And I don't like it when they carry my Bible. Yeah. Just allow me to carry my thing. You see some ladies coming to church. The handbag that you bought... That is supposed to match with your shoes. You have given it to the Asha who is now moving ahead there. 
and you are coming, your red shoe, that the red bag is ahead with the usher, and he is moving, coming with the bag. What is that? is now with a man. A man is carrying the bag. He's a hundred yards away and then you are coming with the red shoes. You were supposed to hold the red bag so that it matches with the red shoes. But because of impayinzi, I said because of impayinzi, You want to be a pastor, to be a good pastor sometimes, you have to work as a lay person and struggle. And be full-time pastor, you have to. So I'm a, I'm a man of God, so I can't, I can't carry a box. You can't do what? You can't do what? Are you not the one having sex in your house? Shall we film you and see what you are doing in the house? Then don't do such things that we don't want to see you in action. Such a, a big person like you. Look, look at what you are doing. You take your look at, hey, jumping, moving, hey. The way you come to church, you come like that. You can't carry, you can't carry anything. You can't carry a box, a handbag, nothing. We should have seen you in action. One day a certain, a certain couple went for honeymoon and they came back. And I showed them something. I said, oh, we have the camera. They said, what? I said, the camera from your room. And I showed them, I said, this is it. Look, look at you. Are afraid, you see? You see now? You are afraid for us to see you in action. <laughs> we see the real you. Hmm. Master, servant. So just, just come down. Help the church after church. Help them to carry their, their things to the car. Hold their children for them. Help them to sit in the car. Open the doors for them. Oh, um, how are, they will look at you and say, hey. You know, something will touch their heart. That's why I said I'm praying for you that you'll be anointed with love. So that love will come out from you. And they will know when they are far away that this person likes me. This person loves me. Rather than so, is the master, master, in pain Z. Ten years, Jesus said. Jesus said, he said, I have made myself as a servant amongst you, and that's why he washed their hands. Hmm? But which of you, having a servant plowing or feeding cattle, will say unto him by and by when he's come, 
go and sit down to me. Will you not rather say, make ready where I may get thyself until I have eaten and drunken, and after thou shalt eat and drink? Luke 7, 17, verse 7 and 8. And then Jesus also said to his disciples, I have been amongst you as one that serves. Amen. So I, I believe that it's true. When you are a pastor, in a certain sense, you are the master. But in another sense, you are the servant. So be 80, 90% servant. 90% servant. Amen. What do you think? Turn with me to John. I want to show you. Verse 5. Chapter 13, verse 5. It says, Then he poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel with which he was girded. So he came to Simon Peter and he said to him, Lord, you wash my feet. And Jesus answered, verse 7, 13, 7. What you do not, what I do, you do not realize now, but you will understand hereafter. And Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered, if I do not wash, you have no part with me. Listen, the people whose feet you wash are the people who have a part with you. If I don't wash your feet, you have no part. I have to bath you. I have to clean you. I have to do the dirty work in your life. That makes me have a part in your life. Amen. Oh yeah, only that I'm not into... I'm pastoring directly. But I tell you, if you try, try hard. You know, when I go to the... Cause, and, and I'm sure what I'm, all I'm saying, I'm sure that I also have a picture of pride, which I'm always also fighting. But I try. When I go to the workers, I greet all of... Oh, everybody, how are you? Then they also... Are they paying you well? Always I ask them. And they, all, they become happy that I've greeted them. A big man who comes, he doesn't even see these are these are non entities. They are non entities, they have no importance. <laughs> if I wash, I have a part. Amen. What do you think? Then read on. And Jesus said to him, He that he wanted to bat his hands to now as he was going off course again. Verse eleven. He knew the one who was betraying him. Alright, now notice verse, verse um, 13. You call me teacher and Lord and you are right. For so I am. See, that's the master part. If I then the Lord and the teacher wash your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I gave you an example that you should do as I did to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a slave is not greater than his master, nor is one sent who is greater than the one who sent you. Amen. Alright? So notice this. Uh, I gave you an example that you, you should also do what I have done. Amen. Alright, but it goes on and then um, he goes on and he says at a point somewhere that I have been amongst you as one that serves. But um, I can't see it right there now. But it's there somewhere. Okay? So, But we ought to wash one another's feet. Now I know that some people... They even have a church service and they wash your feet. You know, some people are doing that. So that is a symbolic thing. 
But I, I, I think that I would prefer to do it really. To really wash the people's feet. Rather than symbolically wash their feet. What do you think? Is it a good idea? Is it a powerful idea? Very good. So master servant relationship is the first one. Number two. Bride and groom. Is Jesus the great shepherd? One of the ways he describes himself is as the bridegroom. So, again, like I was sharing earlier, loving is a very, very major part of shepherding. And if the bride and the groom are here, you see um, that Christ also loved the church in Ephesians 5, 25. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ loved the church. All right? And he speaks of the bride, the church, as his bride. Okay? Now, a bride is different from a wife. Because there's a bride or a beloved. There's a girlfriend, the worldly type. There's a bride. You get it? And there is the wife, new wife, and then the old wife. <laughs> hmm? Different types of the old wives. Yeah. Old type one, old type two. Are you there? Now, it is very, very, very important that you allow love to come into what you are doing. The bridal love. Bridegroom's love. Very excited. excited. Yeah. Great attraction. Great interest. Is that not so? Great excitement. So what are the, what are the features of a bridegroom's love? Number one. Great excitement. You must be excited about the church. And about the people and the members. Hmm? Number two, great interest. Great excitement. Great interest. Number three, great attraction. Okay. Number four, a desire to touch. You must touch your members. Shake their hands, hug them. Touch them. Touch them. That's why we shake hands. We shake hands because it's a form of touch. Because touching is part of our needs. And women need hugs. And unfortunately, it often leads to unfortunate things. Gaive. So... Great, what are the first one? Great. Then the next one is desire to enjoy. Yes. The next one, desire to be with. You see, because sometimes when you are married, you desire to be step, to be away from. People in marriage often look forward to being separated. So that I can breathe. So that I can have some space. So that I can even pray. Some people can't pray. When you're a spouse, you can't pray. When you are separated, sometimes you can pray more. 
It's true. Some of you, you should send your spouses. Uh, go for holiday. Go for holiday. Go. When they go, you, are, you can pray. It helps. <laughs> go for daughter, you can make it. Go, 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 go. Be blessed. Three days. Come on Monday. After, take two days and stay. Yeah. Yeah. But the bridegroom and the bride desire to be with each other. So you must desire. All these things must be in you. For your church. You want to be in church. You want to go back again on Thursday. You want to go back on Wednesday. You want to have more meetings. You want to see them. Come. You know, and sometimes we overdo it. But you know, that's, some of us don't have it at all. We, we have to prod you. Push you. You know, but you must desire. You must be excited. Erections are a, 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 a product. <laughs> Erection is a product of excitement. Yes. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a product of it's not a product of what you see. It's not a product of what you see. Because because what, what, what is seen is seen in so many places. Yeah. And it's seen, it's seen, it's seen, it's seen at home. Uh, you see the person, will you hurry up and uh, put on your dress and let's go out? Yeah. Are you there? Erections are a product of excitement. That is why adultery is exciting. Uh, or brings erection. The person cannot have erection in the house, but the adultery has erection because he's stealing something. You see? So he's, he's very excited. Say, hey, I'm doing something. Hey. Or seeing something you shouldn't see. On television. Or in a magazine that you shouldn't see. The fact that you are seeing it, you may be excited. So, that excitement is there with a bridegroom. That's when you have the strongest of erections. After that, the strength. Brr. <laughs> Do you know that the most uh, soul drug in the world, or oh, is it soul drug, is Viagra? To bring about excitement. It's, it's, it's like you, you are boring. So your church, your church should not be boring to you. Your church should be exciting. And that is why in our marriage counseling now we have chapters to be an exciting wife. It's just to cause revival. You're all looking at me as if you don't understand what I'm talking about. Your mouth like what? <laughs> It's a message. So, are you listening? 
Christians must be happy. I am excited about preaching. I'm excited about going for a camp. I'm excited about seeing my people. It's something that excites me. It's not boring to me. So, mm, we have to go again. <sighs> and if you are here and you are yawning, probably you are not called. Mm. There's no excitement about God. Brighter love is not there. Bridegroom and bride. Bridegroom and bride. Excitement. Interest. You should see them. Should I say that the, the things that I'm saying? Should I say them well? <laughs> you see that how many of you are married? How many are not married? Let me see if there are a lot of unmarried people. You are not married. Raise your hand. Oh, then I won't say I won't say that thing. Ah, uh, they know all these things already. Interest. Interest. Think about it. How interested are you in your wife? You don't even notice when she's done her hair. You don't even notice when she's wearing new dress. Or even that she has not bought a new dress for the last 14 years. Think about it. You see, I'm just showing you the relation with Christ has with that. He didn't say the wife and the husband. He said a bride and a groom. Very different. The interest level. Yeah. They don't, you don't even notice. What is your hair? That she is beautiful. Some, of, some people are married to very beautiful ladies. They cannot see. They say, oh. Oh, oh. They are going to sleep. They, they cannot even see the beauty of their own. Because it has changed from bride and groom to old wife and old husband. New wife and new husband, there is still some bride and groom remnants that are flowing in it. You, many of you have not read the marriage council, but when you read it, you see how to be an exciting wife. Uh-huh. How to revive, I mean, do certain things. Ooh. Go out, you come, you don't bath. You don't change. Ooh. The nighty you have. When ladies are going shopping, they never go and buy, they never buy nighties. They only buy, I'm going to buy a suit for church. I'm going to buy this to show whatever outside world. When they come to the house, they have turned into Down syndrome in the house. When they were the girlfriends of the minister of highways, roads and highways, you should have seen them. Full of zeal. Jumping all over the hotel room. Uh, when they become. Hey, it's a message. I shouldn't say. I'll say all the things I'm saying. <laughs> I shouldn't say. 
You don't understand anything. So, there must, you see, if you are a shepherd of a church in Nottingham, Northampton, Southampton, Bournemouth, Southmouth, any moth, you must have excitement. You must preach with excitement. You must have fire. Many times when I'm counseling bridegrooms, on how I have a special counseling if you have a, when, I, when they are going to marry for the first night or even how to be most of the counseling has to do with cooling them down take it easy I tell them you have only one chance to make a first impression take your time maximize the moment spread it out don't just rush I mean you just go to the point that suddenly you have finished everything that is what God wants to bring into your ministry life that excitement Reinhard Bonke was saying that people tell him that he's the most untypical German preacher Because he said, he said that I tried to change. He said he tried to change twice. It didn't work. It was terrible. He's changed back to the normal. What can you do when there's fire burning in you? You should see when you were a bridegroom and you were calling. See how they are always texting and calling. When they are husband and wife, you forgotten to call, you forgotten to text. I just remember crowd that I'm married. I have to. So if you have this in the ministry, you you cannot even lose your member. The excitement, the interest, the attraction to the members, if it is there, the people themselves they will feel it. Because people don't, are not cared for, people are not loved. People don't nobody has time for anybody. So when they send somebody fussing over them, fussing over them, caring, interested in every aspect. When they get married, they're not interested in every aspect. You should see them having oral sex. As if they haven't eaten. Huh. They are interested in every part. When they become old man and old wife. They, they, don't, they are not interested in any, any, any of these places. <laughs> when you are a good pastor, you are interested in every aspect. I want here uh, your finance, your marriage, your life, your this. When that zeal, the bridegroom, bride, love of a pastor is there. I'm interested in your house. I'm interested in your furniture. I'm interested in your marriage, your finances, your life, your health. Everything about you, I, I, I like. I'm interested. I'm attracted. I, I, I'm interested. That's how they are when the bridegroom, bride and groom. <laughs> okay. 
They want every, everywhere. Everywhere is clean. Everywhere is nice. Even the smelly place is nice. As if you don't understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We want excitement and interest in what we are doing. I am excited I'm going to preach at the crusade next week. I'm excited. I'm excited about my work. I'm never tired. I just flew 13 hours. I landed here. I'm here preaching till tonight. I'm excited about what I'm doing. I'm interested in what I'm doing. I have interest in every aspect of what I'm doing. There is some zeal in me still. It's not just, hey, I've come. Tell I'll preach one and I'll sleep. I'll sleep. So I sleep and then I come in the evening. It's not like that. It's not like that. I come early and I'll stay till late. And I'm interested. I'm interested. That's a good shepherd. You are interested. You have the feeling of what you are doing. They say we should, they say we should come to the church by 8 o'clock. By 8 o'clock to 9 is prayer meetings. And after 9 o'clock prayer meetings, we will be there till 11 o'clock. Then by 11.30, we are back in the house. We are going to eat our... And PC and uh, this thing, fufu at uh, twelve thirty, and ogbono soup at uh, twelve thirty. No, no. You are even sad when the church is over. When the last person is going, you wish there were more people. Is there nobody else to talk to? Is there nobody to visit? I used to go visitation with Bishop Saki. We used to, we would be roaming. Is there anybody else in this area? It's not about, it's time. Uh, Bishop Saki, it is, uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. I think it's about time that we should return to the house. There's nothing like that. Is there, is there, is there anybody else? Let's say, I know there's somebody. Let's call. Let's find. 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 When you are, when you are bride and groom, and you have come together, you are not tired. (laughs) What? One time a certain husband and bride and groom got married. When they got married, the bridegroom, he he just fell asleep, he just looked at me. She had specially bought. She had bathed. Even I don't know if she likes bath or she doesn't. She's one of those who don't like. But that day she bathed. She was wearing a special nighty, lying in a hotel, white bed sheets, virgin, waiting. And the man looked at her, and he went and lay down, and he turned his head the other way. And he slept. What do you think? How, how do you think she'll feel? Very bad. What, 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 do you, 
depressed. Why would she feel depressed? Because she's expectant and excited. And, and, and why, why is she sad? What, what does it mean? What, what could it mean? <laughs> it's spiritual. <laughs> what could it mean? She doesn't feel appreciated. She doesn't feel appreciated. Appreciate what about? He doesn't love her. That he, he doesn't love her. Maybe he doesn't. Lo- Maybe what? It's not working. The thing is not working. Oh! He can get some Viagra. Viagra. Mercy. could it mean? Uh, what, what would you think the woman would feel? Rejected. Rejected. You don't like me? You don't like me? Am I not nice? You don't like my face? I did my hair. I did my hair. I did my nails. I did my toenails. You don't like my nighty? You don't like my breast? Oh, I'm not nice to you. And the sheep, the sheep, the sheep in the church, they are saying, well, you don't like me. Am I dirty? I'm not nice, you see. I have too many problems, you see. I have too many problems, you see. I'm a problematic person, you see. I'm always bringing trouble to the church, you see. I'm not nice. I'm not rich, you see. I'm not rich, isn't it? I don't have money, you see. I I, I can't give a big offering, isn't it? That's why you don't like me, isn't it? That's why you are not interested in all my things, isn't it? I'm smelly, you see. I'm a smelly sheep, you see. Yeah. I don't have what? Papers. I don't have papers, you see. I'm not one of the people with papers. Uh, I don't have a house. I don't have a car, you see. I'm a poor, I'm a student, you see. I don't have money, you see. I couldn't give hundred pounds, isn't it? That's why. I always give coins, so you don't like me, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you don't like me. So she lay down. She lay down. And he turned around. Beautiful. Didn't touch her. Turned around. Slept. Till the morning. May you never do that to your sheep. Examine them carefully. Yeah. Even the, if it's the problem, problematic. And I like you. You see, that's why people don't have big churches. Because every church starts with poor people. Students. People with difficulties. Diseases, everything. Every church is like that. The real start of the church is like that. So when you don't like and you don't aim at young people, small boys, non-entities, poor people, 
you can never have a church and you can't have ever have a big church. All the missionaries I tell them, I say, ah, me, I've been in Ghana for years. I'm in Kolegono or now we are in Kaneshi. And you, you are a missionary from Burundi and you've come to Ghana. You are staying in Kaneshi. Why should my juicy members who I have been with for years leave my church in Kaneshi and come and join you a Burundi pastor that has come to Ghana as a missionary? They will not come. They will not come. And similarly, if I send a pastor from a missionary from Ghana and he goes to Zambia or he goes to Burundi or Rwanda, why should the big churches who are in Rwanda and Burundi, why should their members leave the juicy owners of pharmacy shops and the members of this and the members of parliament? Why should they leave? They will not leave. The people who can come are students and young people and non-entities, immigrants, prostitutes, and those are the people that can come to the church. So when you are aiming for these big shots and high-flying people and so on, you are interested in the wrong thing. You are interested in the wrong thing. And as your heart is changed, you find out that your church will now begin to work. All the people that are having a church, they all came as started as nobodies. Nobody, somebody like you can love somebody like me. Sometimes it causes me to wonder. You know that it causes you, it can cause you to wonder and to tremble that somebody like Jesus can love somebody like you. What do you think? Is it fantastic? Is it not fantastic? Sound. And if somebody can take away the ham from here, but just put on the sound first. And just let the sound be on all the time, okay? You've almost lost your chance to play. Start. Just to think that I was so bad, you knew all about my past, but that didn't make you, knew you all any difference. You said you could fix all of that. I got so excited. Till my heart nearly skipped a beat It feels so good to be understood Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it causes me to tremble Sometimes it causes me to shed some tears Sometimes it causes me to tremble When I think that somebody, somebody like you Would love somebody like me Just to think that somebody, somebody like you Will love somebody like me Sometimes it causes me to tremble Sometimes it causes me to shed some tears Sometimes it causes me to tremble 
just to think that somebody, somebody like you will love somebody like me. When I think that somebody, somebody like you will love somebody like me. I was a perfect example of living a life with no plan. A lie that was broken and shattered in pieces that you put together again. Wow. When I'm down, when I'm feeling secure, that's when your love is gonna last. You said your love isn't just an emotion, it's just a matter of facts. Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Sometimes it causes me to shed some tears. Sometimes it causes me to tremble. When I think that somebody, somebody like you would love somebody like me. Just to think that somebody, somebody like you would love somebody like Like a nice person like you. You get it? A nice shepherd like you or a pastor. When you go to their house, their students visit them. It causes them to tremble. Yeah. It causes them to tremble when they think of somebody like you who loves somebody like me. Wow. Is it not amazing? I visited students in the medical school. Medical school. Did I visit you? Stand up if I visited you in medical school. And I visited you in school. Legon. You see now. Was I a pastor then? Where? And somebody like me will love somebody like you. At what time? 12 midnight. Wow! Lights out. No lights. I was standing downstairs. In the dark. Wow. And you came down or I came up? You came down. For a long time before. Wow. Somebody like me will love somebody like you. And now, you see, she's a lawyer. She's a big person. She helped me in the church. You get it? She's doing a lot of things. It's one, she's an overseer. You see, but when I was, when I was love somebody like her, she was nobody. I, she didn't have even a beloved. Oh, you had a beloved. Don't look to your left or to your right. Somebody like you will love somebody like me. That, that, that's, that. If you want to have a good church and a big church, don't think about important people. Don't think about rich people. Don't think about impo- uh, politicians. Don't think about owners of things they, or car, drivers of cars. Think about people who use buses, students, people who are immigrants, people who are visiting. People who are, don't have papers, people who are refugees, these are your people. Follow them, go to their schools. Your church will work. I visited you several times in the medical school during exams time, normal times, sat in our room. I sat in your room? Uh, yeah, even when I was a doctor at the House of Success Flats, you came there one time, midnight, 12. 
Midnight Man. So many times you visited us. If I were writing exams, it was as though we were writing with you. Remember, do you come the results, this, that, 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 all that type. Yeah. Amen. I don't remember all these things. But you see, that, that's the point. You see, then the, the person, you see, it causes, it causes me to tremble when I think that somebody like you is interested in somebody like, and not what he's doing exactly. What does he have to do with me? I've already done mine. I've already passed mine. That has nothing to do with me. I'm already a doctor. I'm already okay. My life is okay. I'm okay. I'm, I'm all right. But I'm just a student. You see, that's, that's, that's where the interest. I'm interested in that place. I'm interested in that part. I'm interested in that part. I'm interested in that. They will never forget it. They will, even if they leave you, they will still remember that you were interested in everything. First time I came to Lighthouse, I remember it was, uh, <laughs> we were, we, we used to have games and then play table tennis and so on. And you, you bought yogurt and you gave me one. Oh yeah, I remember. I don't know why I can't forget, but it's a message. This message continues on the next track. Keep listening.